This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare born from the spa. Milk and Honey sources and uses the safest possible ingredients in both their spa treatments and product lines, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. I recently went to their Brentwood location to treat myself to a spa day. In addition to having a wonderful and deeply therapeutic massage, I really appreciated how peaceful and relaxing the spa environment is. The lounge that is available for guests pre and post treatments felt like a little sanctuary and retreat away from the outside hustle and bustle of LA. We are so excited to now be able to offer our listeners a discount at all milk and honey spas, including both LA locations in Culver City and Brentwood. We are even more excited to partner with them to offer a spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat, a 60-minute milk and honey signature massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. And for all our listeners in any location, their online boutique offers products from the milk and honey line and from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, Supergoop, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. Courageous wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any milk and honey location with code CW podcast, visit milk and to find a location near you. And if you want to try the courageous wellness spa package at a special discounted rate, use the code courageous wellness retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. And you can find all this information in our show notes. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great conversation today uh, with the founders of Earth and Star, 
But before we get into their formal intro, we're going to do our usual weekly catch up and um, talk about a few things that we are enjoying right now. And I guess I'll kick it off and then I'll hand it over to you, Erica. I know you have some fun content that you've been enjoying, but um, we always say like, what are some of the things we're enjoying in, in the wellness space? But one, which we define very broadly, but one for me lately isn't really in the wellness space, but it was definitely a benefit to my own overall wellness. And that was going to a comedy show the other night. Mm. It was so fun. I had bought tickets um, a while ago to go to the comedy store, which is kind of a classic LA comedy spot. It's been around for 50 years. I had never been, my husband had never been. And I bought, gosh, yeah, I can't believe that. I know, but it's like in your, sometimes like in the city that you live in, it's like, you don't do stuff that other, like that tourists do or whatever. And I think it's a real combination of a lot of locals and tourists. So it, yeah, it's, yeah. I was like going to say, it's like such a, it's, it is it's like, like a, a institution. It's it an LA institution. It's like going to the magic castle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we had never been, and I had bought him tickets kind of on a whim for his birthday. And I got us like a nice upfront booth and, um, I didn't even know what the comedy lineup was going to be, like who was going to be there the night that I bought the tickets for. I just kind of bought for what worked for our schedule. And it wound up being a really fantastic lineup of some pretty big names in comedy too. But I have to say, it was just so fun to sit there and laugh all night. And when we left, we were like, we need to laugh more. Like that was so medicinal, just like, you know, and I, I, I don't know. We we've done an episode on, on comedy in wellness and humor as a part of our wellness and, um, laughter as a part of our wellness. This was a while ago with Mia Lux. Uh, we recorded her and it was like our, one of our New York trips years ago. And so we know it's a, a vital component of really finding joy and it's so good for our mind though, and our bodies to laugh so hard. <laughs> And we did. Um, yeah. And, and it, just to name a couple of the comedians that were there, uh, Sebastian, he goes by Sebastian, but his last name's, I think it's Maniscalco. He's, it's an Italian last name and he's hilarious. He's such a physical comedian. And Mark Marin was there and, um, Whitney Cummings, just to name a few, but it was, it was a, it was a really fun night. I, I think too, it's like the collective laughter is also really, um, I don't know, powerful. I went to in May or the end of April, the Netflix is a joke festival in LA. I saw one of the shows at the Hollywood bowl and, um, it, it had, it, that was actually like my first live event post pandemic and just the collective laughter. I also find is like, it's wellness, it's healing. It was really, um, powerful. So everyone should go see a comedy show and go laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's like a local comedian, you know, just go support. And it takes a lot of courage to get up there and do what they do and do it so well. And, you know, we were also reflecting on the fact that some, a lot of comedy can be very provocative and that's Mm -hmm. sort of the point, but agree, disagree, whatever the subject matter might be, it doesn't really matter because the act of laughing opens up our mind and it pushes us. And if we feel things that make us feel uncomfortable to sit in that and examine that for ourselves, um, and it, 
it's a good thing. It pushes your mind in a lot of ways. Um, and in a, in a way where you can be receptive to feeling challenged in that way, because when people are on the defensive, they actually can't receive information, but when you're relaxed and open and like in that, I mean, I don't know the science behind it. We've discussed it a little bit in the past, but just like our mind is in that sort of receptive state and, um, we can, we can be more open to being pushed in different ways. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll link to in our show notes. If you want to listen to our episode, I think it's from October or November of 2019. Um, it must've been the end of it was, yeah, it was end of 2019. Um, with Mia Lux. It's a great episode on like humor and laughter and comedy and wellness. And she's amazing. So check that out in the show notes. If you haven't, my update this week is a content update that, um, I feel like is very Erica. And I think Ali, you may enjoy it, but there is a barrier to entry and that is okay. So I watched, I finally finished the summer. I turned pretty, which for anyone who doesn't know is a show on Amazon. Um, prime. And it's definitely like a teen. It's a teen show. It's like made for probably like 15 or 16 year olds or younger, probably 13 year olds. So it's for, you know, younger kids. However, I love like all that teeny bopper stuff. We know that about me. And if you watched the author, it's a book series that was adapted into a show. It's Jenny Han who did to all the boys I loved before, which was a Netflix movie that I loved. So I was really excited about it. And it's really cute. If you love those types of shows, you know, like a teen drama with, you know, like teen romance, it's just adorable. It also takes place over a summer in like a beach town in Massachusetts. So lots of summer vibes. There's also like parent stories. So there is like an older story going on, um, you know, for, for, for us older people, but it's really, really cute. And if you want just some like feel good summer teen romance, uh, like good, feel good content. I highly recommend it. It's a show about like, it's a love triangle between this one girl. Um, her name is belly and two brothers. So it's like two brothers love triangle. And they kind of throw it back to, um, if you might, one of my favorite movies of all time is Sabrina, the Audrey Hepburn movie. And that is a movie about, you know, Audrey Hepburn and two brothers, but this doesn't spoil anything, but you know, like the music in Sabrina is intertwined in the summer. I turn pretty, which you wouldn't know if you weren't a fan of Sabrina. And it's even on the TV one night, like they're watching Sabrina. So I loved the throwback to Sabrina. I like that. I will say though, as the teeny bopper of the two of us, like, you know, I'm the Swifty love me some Harry's house, Harry Styles. The soundtrack is like very Taylor Swift heavy and very Olivia Rodrigo heavy. And I know Allie isn't the Swifty of the two of us, but I think <laughs> if you can like get past the teeny bopperness of it, it's a cute show. And- well, listen, I don't mind if it's a teeny bopper show. Fine. Teeny bopper music is on brand for that. So go for it. <laughs> yes. I loved it. I really, I really loved it. And the kids are like, kids. Like they don't look like 30 year olds playing kids. Like I think yeah. they must be either teenage. Yeah, I think the people. star it's, her, I think some of them too, it's a lot of their first 
things, which I think is really cool, especially being from LA. It's like, it's so hard for people without like long lists of credits to get hired as things. And so I just loved it. I loved it. Highly recommend it. If you're looking for a serotonin boost content upper. Um, it's cute. I will say I, it took me like a couple weeks to get through it. Like it's not like a bridge at least for me, it wasn't like a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I needed like a little bit of a break. Um, you know, who plays the dad is, um, that guy from that thing you do. And, um, Oh, it was at the end of La La Land too. He plays, um, a dad. Did you watch La La Land. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. I'm not even going to spoil it, but he's in the end of La La Land. Can't even talk about oh, it. Oh yeah. 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 Um, um, Thomas uh, Everett Scott. Is Scott? that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Tom Everett, yeah. He's a, he's a lead in that thing you do. I forgot was, he plays her husband. And yeah. So that's why. And, and if you watch like the clueless TV show of the nineties, she's the mom who played Cher in the TV show of clueless. Oh I yeah. Think I remember her. her. I remember so, when they made the TV show. So it's, it's as a, we date ourselves, as we date ourselves. It's a, it's a cute show. Also. I love La La Land. I've actually been listening to the La La Land soundtrack. In Great the car. Soundtrack. Such a good soundtrack. As the musical anyway, theater nerd of the two. <laughs> I, I know as, as the musical theater one, I know you and my husband have been watching the uh, Paul Newman documentary. Yeah. Um, the right? Paul Newman, Joanne Woodward, CNN, HBO documentary. Yeah. Series. It's like, it's quite good. I finished it last night. I yeah, highly recommend it. If I know, but he and I love that old, old stuff. So I do too. I just, um, I do too. And I would have loved to watch it with him, but I like, and I caught, I know I think it's like six hours long. I like caught yeah, some of them with him, but, um, he like, couldn't wait for me to watch it with him. Yeah. He like had to start it and finish it. Um, anyway, before we get to the intro, this is such a great episode, by the way, with Erica. And so, you know, we are very into functional mushrooms. It's like, I feel like my new gut health, I could nerd out about mushrooms for ever. And I, I just want to keep learning about it. So we do talk a lot about and learn a lot about mushrooms in this episode, but before we get to today's episode, we just want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by milk and honey. We love milk and honey. It's a female founded and funded brand out of Austin, Texas. All of the milk and honey products are hyper clean and they really curate in their store a lot of um, hyper clean products as well from great brands like Osea Malibu, Super Goop. Um, I love it. I actually am going to try. I was looking at their online site to do some shopping. I actually need to replenish my gel cleanser. And they have this like lavender eucalyptus bath soak. And I've been like, if you guys listen to the podcast, you know, I have some like back issues and I was like, that sounds lovely. And so they sell it by the packet, which is a little more, um, just to try it out to make sure I like it anyway, going to be shopping at the milk and honey boutique. If you also want to shop at the milk and honey online boutique, you can save 20% with code CW podcast. And of course they also have spas. Yes. Yes. And our, our, um, courageous wellness retreat is available at their spas all over the country, Texas, Chicago, LA, couple spas. Um, you can do the CW retreat or you can use the same code CW podcast for 20% off any of their services at their spa locations. So massages, facials, and the CW treat retreat is <laughs> it's a treat too. It, it is a treat. It's a 60 minute Swedish massage and dry brushing that we curated in partnership with the spas. So it's wonderful. It's lovely. We've both done it. And yeah, if you go to the spas, if you shop tag us on Instagram or reach out to us and let us know what you get. I love to talk clean beauty. It's like my favorite. <laughs> Shall we get to this episode? 
Yes, let's do it. So okay. today on the podcast, we welcome Zoe Sakutis and Erica Huss, wellness enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. As the founders of the hugely successful Blueprint Cleanse, one of the original nationally sold juice cleanses on the market, Earth and Star is the duo's second venture together in the wellness space. Continuing their passion of helping others through nutrition and accessible nutrition, Earth and Star offers a wide variety of functional mushroom products, which provide power powerful health benefits to consumers. My favorite product of theirs is definitely the chocolate. They even have an orange chocolate and I am such a big fan of orange chocolate. And I feel like that's very specific. And so I was very excited to have their functional mushroom filled orange chocolate and sample that. But if orange chocolate isn't your thing, they also have tons of flavors like mint and sea salt and coffee. And it was fun sampling all of their yummy mushroom products, like mushroom coffees, mushroom gummies, pre-made lattes, and of course, mushroom chocolates. <laughs> Super yum. Yes. And in this conversation, we discuss Zoe and Erica's personal journeys in wellness and with each other, founding uh, two successful companies together as partners and talk all about functional mushrooms and earth and star. Erica and Zoe were generous enough to extend a discount to our listeners. In case you also want to try earth and star products, you can save 15% off with code CW podcast through August 31st. Enjoy the episode. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Ali and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking seed every single morning before food, and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic is vegan and gluten-free and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains, not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes. And in addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order seed daily symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code courageous 15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love, and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world, and Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. 
Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How is that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health a key player in your mental health and cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1500 five-star reviews and they work with incredible partners within the medical field, like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Well, thank you, Erica and Zoe, for joining us today. We are very much looking forward to having a conversation with you, especially as um, female friends and co-founders and business partners as Erica, other Erica and I are. So um, we love we love having people in some sort of partnership on the show. It's always fun to have two guests. So just to get us started, whoever would like to uh, kick it off. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal backgrounds and maybe how that led to you coming together, um, in, in work and in your passion for wellness and however you define that for yourselves. And then a little bit about how that's evolved into your, um, your current company today. Sure. Yeah, we, uh, we go way, way back, um, back to the the year 2000 or 2001, I guess when we met. Um, so we met, uh, as we like to say, the old fashioned way working in a, well, we, we met in a bar, but we were both working there. Um, and, uh, we were both working at, um, the Hudson hotel here in New York city, very kind of like fancy swanky, all of that. Um, and at that point, uh, we were both, you know, early in our careers. Um, I, Previously to, I, I was born and raised in New York City, um, and so prior to coming back to New York, I was in school out in uh, Midwest at Northwestern, and I was there for theater, and that was kind of my big 
my big passion, my dream. Um, I was a dancer my whole life. And so I think the wellness bug was kind of always ingrained in me from a very early place because the idea of like movement and food as fuel and not just as, you know, as pleasure, but also really in a way to kind of like help support and heal your body was kind of ingrained in me from a very early place. And so I had that sort of like late nineties, early two thousands kind of wellness awareness, if you want to call it. So, um, I, I definitely wasn't necessarily evolved in my thinking, but I was doing all the things that I thought I should be doing in terms of staying fit and active and, you know, yeah. eating as clean as anybody did back then before we were aware of clean eating. Um, I was a yoga instructor and, you know, I was, I was tapped into what we now call wellness in that way. But at the time, wellness wasn't really a word or a term that we necessarily threw around. Um, and uh, when I met Zoe, I was kind of on a path moving away from the, the showbiz, you know, path that I had initially kind of set out for myself and really had taken an interest in the world of hospitality, um, I think, which is kind of a natural offshoot. Generally, if you're working in, you know, showbiz, you're either supporting yourself in retail or in restaurants. And so I went the restaurant route um, and really fell in love with the whole world of like food and beverage and was really kind of mixing those two passions of mine, the understanding of food, not only for pleasure, but also for, you know, fuel and medicine. And at the point that Zoe and I met, she was a raw foodist and I'll let her kind of elaborate on, on that whole, you know, what's that slightly was. more extreme, <laughs> yeah, slightly more extreme than like snack wells and smart food. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the long story short, we, we were friends for a long time, um, as she was kind of building the groundwork for, uh, what became blueprint, which was our first business together. And I, at that point had decided to really kind of double down in my love and fascination with the world of hospitality and food and beverage. And so I was working at that point in, um, I, I moved on from actually working behind the bar to like management and, and all sorts of kind of different areas of the industry, food, TV, et cetera. Um, and I was working in PR and, you know, around circa 2006, we kind of struck up a conversation after we had been friends for so long and, you know, hearing about what she was working on really kind of sparked something in me. I will turn it over to her at this point to pick up the story from there. <laughs> um, so sorry, I'm kind of laughing because my dog is, can you hear my dog snoring in the background? If you can, I can remove him. No. Oh. And we've had many dogs visit okay, this podcast good. before. So you're good. He's deaf. He can't even hear himself snore. Um, but yeah, so I, um, let's see, early 2006. Yeah, I, I have been in New York City since I was 17. I went to school here. I, at this point, consider myself a New Yorker. Um, and uh, way back in the early 2000s, I'm going to stop saying early aughts because nobody says, no one that. says that. Um, <laughs> but I, I was... Um, you know, I was living like a very fun New York City as my campus kind of life and um, started dating a very hippie raw foodist from California. I was introduced to this concept of raw foods and, and you know, um, basically food as medicine uh, very early um, and was fascinated. And it was kind of one of those things where you know, you read a few books on it and you're just like, oh, wait a minute, this is insane. And I, <laughs> I um, be went from, you know, carnivore to a raw foodist like overnight and just sort of dove into that world headfirst and, um, and was, was really amazed by the healing power of 
food as medicine, which is a concept, you know, in your early twenties, you're not thinking about that stuff. Right. I mean, we are now because it's sort of like, um, our, our culture has shifted so dramatically, um, in a positive way, but at the time yeah, it was pretty radical. I, I, um, you know, I, I, I did that for a few years. I kind of used it as a tool, um, you know, when I didn't feel well. Um, I was constantly asked um, very aggressively about my diet and how I ate. And people were um, super curious. And um, I like to say like very aggressive in their curiosity because it was just this, uh, it was almost like so extreme that, you know, in the same sentence, you're telling them that everything they're doing is wrong. So I was like, it was a very weird time. Like, what do you mean you don't eat, you know, anything heated above 120 degrees um, or you don't eat any animal proteins or, you know, so it was very radical. Um, and at the same time, I never felt better. I mean, I, I it was cut, it was a remarkable um, difference. Um, and I think the pivotal moment for me was um, I had spent some time in this place called the Ann Wigmore Institute in Puerto Rico, which um, if you're not familiar with Ann Wigmore, she's passed away. She's no longer alive, but she was the sort of pioneer, very early pioneer in raw foods and specifically like wheatgrass therapy. And um, she started this institute in in Puerto Rico where a lot of people unfortunately showed up as like a last case scenario. There were uh, kind of out of options and didn't know where else to turn. And so when I went, you know, in my early twenties, I just wanted to continue my own sort of self-education and also give, you know, give her method a try, which was pretty extreme. I think I was there for about 17 days and it's just, a, just like wheatgrass, papaya, rejuvelac, which is basically this disgusting fermented beverage. Um, and I was, I was, uh, amazed at, at the, the turnaround that I saw in people just in that short time, it was a very small group. It was nothing fancy about it. It was far from a spa. <laughs> and, um, you know, the stories that I heard, um, some people that had, had stayed on there, um, in sort of like a work live situation, uh, you know, their stories were just like, I came here with cancer and I don't have it anymore. Um, so it was pretty remarkable. And I just kind of thought like, this is such a powerful tool. Um, people don't understand juicing. They don't understand fasting, eating plant-based, like, you know, all of these things that we're so familiar with now, was just then so radical. And, and, and the reason was because there wasn't, you know, an accessible consumer friendly way to present it, right? Everything at the time was super hippie. And like, you know, you had your weird rando juice shop where you'd stand in line for like 20 minutes to get your like pulpy, whatever. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the moment for me was like, okay, this needs to be presented. This like, everyone needs to know about this. There's such incredible healing powers and it needs to be presented and, and packaged in a way that's beautiful. That's modern. That's slick. That's like something that I, as a person living in New York city, you know, who, who considers themselves somewhat like stylish, like would be proud to wear, you know, like proud to carry around. Um, so, you know, the the work kind of started in a more serious way around early 2006 um, when I had an opportunity to, to uh, experiment on a group of women in Connecticut and had access to a kitchen in Brooklyn and did the the sort of beta cleanse um, with them 
over the course of a summer really. And, and they gave me great feedback as women in dairy in Greenwich, Connecticut like to do. Um, and, and it was super useful. They were great, uh, great audience. And then, you know, by the end of that, by the end of that summer, um, it just was so sticky. It was growing very organically, very quickly, word of mouth. I mean, everyone had this sort of like healthier than thou attitude where they just wanted to like brag about it to all their friends. And it was just like um, this great experiential um, product, really. Uh, people were doing like a three-day cleanse, a five-day cleanse and, and wanted to sort of brag about it to everyone. So it, it was great in that way where it sort of propelled itself. And and by the end of that summer, um, you know, Erica and I were still in touch and, and talking and and. uh inquiry from like Time Out New York. I don't know if you remember that publication um, when it was like still super cool and popular and they, you know, wanted to, to cover it. And, uh, you know, they're like, asked me if I had a press release and I was like, oh wait, I don't know what a press release is, but my friend Erica does. So we kind of picked up the conversation again. And then, um, you know, we were pretty much in production, um, working out of a, a small kitchen, um, which is actually a catering kitchen in Chelsea. Um, that uh, that fall and by 2007, we launched in a time that was much different from today and that there was no, um, you know, there was no social media, really. There was just Facebook. Uh, there was no Instagram. Amazon was not what it was. It was not what it is now. We opened the window of the kitchen and we were like, <laughs> we're launching. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I mean, I think the best thing you could possibly like wish for it's sort of like the equivalent of getting on like Oprah's book club list or something was like, you know, daily candy was like this, um, digital publication that covered us and it kind of like explode, like broke our website. And we had that, that moment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a very fun ride. We spent five years growing that, um, business and eventually spun it out into uh, a single serve, you know, just grab and go juice beverage that you could, you know, it's national at Whole Foods and all that good stuff. I've been talking for a really long time. No, it's so, it's so interesting. It's, it's, you know, I, like I shared with you guys before I'm, I'm from LA born and raised here. And I was even familiar with blueprint around that time. You guys are talking about, um, I was just graduating high school and I remember seeing though blueprint. I, I don't, I think, you know, when I started interning very early on, it was at like a lot of, um, places I'd be interning, they'd have their blueprint bottles. Um, I remember seeing it at whole foods. So it's very cool what you guys were able to create because even somebody right on the opposite end of the country, like I was familiar and am familiar with blueprint and your product. And so it's kind of incredible, right? Like you said, at a time when there was no social media at all, the wellness world was so different, um, that you were able to create something that had such a presence everywhere. And that really impacted people's lives. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners too, you know, are familiar with blueprint cleanses or maybe tried it themselves. I'm curious though. It's interesting to me, you know, and again, like Ali mentioned, we're so interested in, um, female entrepreneurs, female friendship, female business partners. And it's something that we get asked a lot about as two partners and podcast hosts. I think there's a really special formula or a secret sauce. I don't know what the word is, but, um, not all friends can go into business together. Right. And not only have you guys gone into business together, but you've done now, right. You had blueprint cleanse and now 
you have earth and star. And I know I'm sure we'll go back into how that evolution happened. And we definitely want to talk all about earth and star, but before we even get into that, just for our listeners, for us, I find it so interesting. How, how have you able, what do you think was that magic to be able to go from friends to business partners, to business partners who have done multiple companies together, right? Because usually you also hear about business partners where a company they started began and ended, and then they go their separate ways and do their own thing. So you guys have really stuck together. And um, I'd love to go into that. I think that'd be very interesting to us and to our audience as well. Yeah, we can't quit each other. Um, I think, I mean, it's a, it's a fair point. We, we also get the question all the time. Um, I think that early on a big piece of it had to do with our, we were friends, but we weren't like best, best friends. And we didn't spend all of our social time together. We had our separate lives and worlds and we had some social overlap for sure. And we spent time together and, you know, we did little like trips and stuff like that, but we definitely had our own kind of individual worlds. And so it was, you know, it still felt like there was a framework of, even though everything was flexible and, you know, we were sometimes working from our homes and we were meeting up in, you know, in the office, in the kitchen, um, there was enough of a dividing line that it felt like, okay, we're wearing our business hats right now. And we're going to discuss whatever we have to discuss as partners and not as friends. And we're not always going to agree. And I think it takes a healthy amount of self-awareness to understand um, how to collaborate effectively with, with anybody else, um, you know, with a partner and it, and it really comes down to understanding, uh, you know, where your capabilities begin and end and where your partners begin and end and really kind of respecting those lines because without that, and if it's all casual all the time, it gets very messy. It gets very murky. And then if something does come up where you don't agree, I think you end up kind of like tiptoeing around and everybody's sort of like placating the other person because you don't want feelings to get hurt and it just gets really messy. Um, so I think it was a combination of, and you know, I think luck has, has something to do with it too. It does, it doesn't always work even if you have all of the pieces in place, but I think we were, we were lucky. And to this day, I think we're very grateful that we've been able to navigate, you know, all of the ups and downs and, and, go through multiple iterations together and know that we're still kind of like bringing out the best in each other as we continue to progress. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think Ali and I can relate to, we met through our Buddhist practice. Actually, we both have a Buddhist practice and that's how we met. And we were similarly like social friends, like we see each other in social settings, but we weren't like best, best, besties hanging out every day, talking all the time. Right. Um, And I think that is, I think that's kind of a nice recipe. I know some people do it with like childhood best friends or people they are really close to, but I've found it is nice to come to it from that foundation of, yeah, like I think because our deeper friendship has grown through the business, it allows us to have a foundation of like such respect as business partners and then friends, as opposed to like so much of what you are sharing. I think we both agree with. 
This episode is brought to you by NYX, a sustainable and natural mouthwash that aims to eliminate single-use plastic waste while using the highest quality natural ingredients to create a mouthwash that is both gentle on you and gentle on our planet. We are big fans of NYX, so much so that I recently brought it with me on my trip to France. NYX is gentle and effective, utilizing real ingredients with health benefits like peppermint oil and aloe vera. They have nixed the harsh chemicals, alcohol, synthetic additives, and preservatives that pollute your body and our waterways. Instead, leaving us with a natural mouthwash that really works is good for you and good for the planet. Each year, over 500 million plastic mouthwash bottles end up in landfills. That's enough to wrap around the earth three times. This is why NYX is dedicated to nixing single-use plastic through eco-friendly mouthwash crystals. The mouthwash crystals are lightweight and reduce carbon emissions from shipping. It's so incredible. By choosing NYX, you're keeping yourself and mother nature healthy and clean. They also donate 10% of profits to nonprofits that tackle environmental issues and help underprivileged children receive adequate dental care in the U.S. and abroad. There is so much to love about NYX as a company and a product. Fresh Breath is just the top of it. And we know you're going to love it as much as we do. If you want to try NYX, you can save 25% off your first order. When you visit NYXmouthwash.com, that's N I X mouthwash.com and use code CW podcast one word at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. I'm curious too, though, the second part of that, right. And as maybe this is a good transition to through how blueprint maybe completed and then has transitioned into your next business of earth and star. But was there ever, um, was it always kind of intuitive that you would go into business again together? Was there always like many ideas percolating or when you transitioned out of blueprint to, was that something you guys consciously did together as like, okay, what's next? Um, you know, I think it probably was, we had, we definitely had a moment where we took, you know, a, a break, right. We sold the business. We, um, took a bit of a victory lap, did some downtime, not much. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I had a couple of children. Um, and I, I think it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, I think we did know that we wanted to continue working together in some capacity, but didn't want to just sort of like force something right um so i think we were patient with with that and and waiting for the right thing to you know the right opportunity to come along and and happen organically um i think there was definitely a project where we we tried to rush it (laughs) and um that didn't quite work out um it's almost like we backed into it and we thought like hmm our window of opportunity here is closing. Like we just did this thing. Like maybe we need to immediately come out with another product. And it just wasn't, you know, all the things it wasn't the universe did not want it to happen. Put it that way. Um, like LA friends, the universe said no. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, we kind of took a beat and, um, knew that we wanted to stay in this world of wellness. And, you know, we were both obviously already in it and, and, and want to continue conversations around it. And, um, was it 2018 when we started the podcast? 
So, yeah, I think, you know, that was sort of this low hanging fruit kind of realization. We're just like, we want to have conversations with people and experts and, and, and wellness founders and entrepreneurs who are doing cool things in, in this space. Um, and it's a great way to just sort of keep the conversation going in a low pressure kind of environment. Um, and so we've been at that um, for a few years, which has been really fun. And uh, honestly, like we learned so much. I'm like, oh, we can have, we can call functional medicine doctor X and talk about, you know, mold for an hour. Like, awesome. <laughs> like That's what we want to do. That, that's my big dream. Um, but yeah, so the, the Earth and Star project um, came about much more organically, which was, you know, we were using it. Um, we were interested in it. Um, obviously, we were feeling the benefits. Uh, we were taking it for different reasons. Um, You're saying functional mushroom products in general. Listen, all mushrooms are wonderful. Um, but we are talking about functional mushrooms right now. Yes. If you want a macrodose, microdose on psilocybin hats off. Um, but we are talking about, yeah, we're talking about, um, functional mushrooms, which are, you know, if you think about them uh, sort of in the adaptogen family. Um, but at the time, you know, we were kind of commenting on how there's just such a tremendous, um, difference that was felt when we stopped taking them, particularly me. And it had to, I was really interested in the sort of cognitive benefits of, you know, focus, concentration, getting it from lion's mane. Erica was more interested in chilling the fuck out and trying to find, trying to find a way to fall asleep and stay asleep. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think once we stopped taking them and, and feeling the difference, we were like, this is really powerful stuff. And I feel like, you know, once you start reading about it and you kind of pull the thread on that sweater, the world of fungi or fungi, however you want to say it is mind blowing. And it, it's, it was this realization of like, wait a minute, like this is like, okay, we, we did the plant kingdom, right? And there were so many tools in that kingdom in terms of healing yourself. Like now there's this whole other kingdom that we are just like cracking open. This is incredible and no one knows about it, you know? So it felt like um, there was a lot of parallel actually between that moment and blueprint discovery of like, wait a minute, why doesn't, why aren't people just incorporating a green juice into their daily routine or, you know, why aren't we just taking functional medicine or functional mushrooms in our XYZ product, right? So it just seemed like a very um, obvious need. Uh, and at the time there wasn't a lot available. There were like one or two brands, um, mm -hmm. one we were both taking. And it was like, eh, there's a lot, you know, they're doing a good job, like introducing this concept and educating around a pretty complicated subject, I think for a lot of Americans specifically. Um, but, you know, there was, a lot to be desired when it came to convenience, the taste, you know, a lot of the stuff on the market at the time. And still, even now it's like, just like it's a powder or you need to like get the frother and it's like clumpy and it's, it feels like a supplement and, you know, it's not particularly delicious. So we, we felt like there's a lot of room here for improvement. Um, yeah. Yeah. We couldn't look away. So earth and star was born. That's yeah. It's exciting. I mean, Erica and I, Erica Stein and I, um, we are big fans of functional mushrooms and we've only done one other episode on, um, on it where we've broken down a lot of, uh, the different types. And, um, but one thing I kind of find fascinating that you guys do in your brand, or maybe not even fascinating, just like unique because there, there are more brands on the market now, but be, you create 
products that, um, that are also like everyday functional in that sense where it's like, and, and accessible, like grab a latte blend or, um, yes, you also do the, the drops and, and we can go through the different types of, um, products that earth and start offers, but ways make you, you create ways that makes it more easy for people to actually incorporate it into their day rather than having to like, as you had mentioned, you know, do a lot of work to make it, um, palatable on their own. And, um, I know Erica and I have both started to incorporate functional mushrooms into our daily coffee routines, which has definitely become easier. Um, but so actually that's another thing we, we see a lot of, um, brands incorporated into coffee, um, and different forms of coffee. And I know you offer it in different forms, uh, coffee beverages. Can you just touch on that a little bit about like why we want to incorporate functional mushrooms into maybe our coffee routine or what the benefits that can have, uh, that it can have in doing that. I think that would be interesting to break down. I don't know if we've ever actually talked about that on the, um, on the show. So I'd just love to hear your perspective on like, why coffee first? And then we'll go into the other ones. I think it's a combination of things. I mean, to your point, we have created this full kind of suite of products and the idea is really because adaptogens, not just mushrooms, but adaptogens in general, you really do have to take them every day in order for the efficacy to, to kind of kick in um, more like a vitamin than you know a magic bullet. So um, first and foremost, we wanted to create all different types of products so that if you are, you know, an iced matcha drinker, then we've got that can for you. And if you prefer, you know, if you're a little bit more kind of savvy and wellness informed, then you understand how to use tinctures. And so, you know, the dropper makes it super easy. And then we've got gummy vitamins because, you know, it doesn't matter how clean a label we make, like people still like candy. Um, so first and foremost, you know, finding things that you can really seamlessly incorporate every day without feeling like you're still, you know, you have to add one more kind of occasion to your routine. Uh, that's the first thing. So, you know, just by nature of our culture, people consume coffee every day. Like that is most commonly how people are starting their day. And, you know, not just the U S around the world, like people start with a, it's generally coffee, sometimes tea ritual, but generally people are doing some sort of caffeinated beverage first thing in the morning. So just from a convenience standpoint, that's an easy place to start. Um, from a flavor standpoint, coffee is a really nice vehicle for the mushroom extract. And just to be clear, like we're not grinding up mushrooms and sprinkling them in these products. Like these are extracts or, you know, alcohol extracted. Um, so you are able to, you know, the bioavailability is much more present, uh, number one. And number two, um, it does make for, uh, again, a nice vehicle. For the most part, everything is pretty much flavorless in terms of the extracts. Sometimes you get a little bit of an earthiness that comes with it. So we're not, you know, I think a mushroom, you know, extract in lemonade is probably not going to be quite as palatable. Although you can argue that there's little dials and tweaks that you can make in the flavor profile to make it work. But because coffee is already so earthy and, and tea as well, it really is kind of a nice vehicle for it. And then the third piece of it is that the caffeine um, and the mushrooms and adaptogens, you know, we use L-theanine as well, which is an amino acid works really nicely with the mushrooms. And that really does help the, the kind of combination of the mushrooms and the caffeine 
it really does help to kind of like tamp down the edges. And so when people, you know, come to us and they say like your ground coffee is like literally the most jitter-free, crash-free experience I've ever had, it's because the mushrooms and the L-theanine are working to kind of like smooth the edges a little bit. And so, I mean, caffeine itself is a nootropic and you mix all of these compounds together and you get that really nice kind of like brightness without necessarily feeling like you're about to, you know, jump out of your chair. Yeah. I am really interested in mushrooms and learning more. I, um, my, my mom has been, my mom was introduced to mushrooms like a decade ago. And so she got me taking like mushroom supplements. So I've been taking them in capsule form for immunity for years now. Um, but recently I've also started adding like mushroom tinctures to my coffee and different things like that. Cause I'm so fascinated with their benefits. And I blindly like just trusted my mom because she's into all of that stuff and into her practitioners who she worked with. But, um, now for myself, the more I learn about the mycelium kingdom and like the whole, it's unbelievable actually what mushrooms can do for our bodies, for our planet. And yes, there are the magical kind, but these are just functional mushrooms that we should all be taking. I think every single day. And I love, right. That you do have coffees, you have tinctures, you have chocolates, which is very exciting to me because I love chocolate. I don't know. I mean, I think most people love chocolate for anybody. Like Ali mentioned, we've only done one other episode on functional mushrooms. So for anyone who didn't listen to that episode, if you're newer to the podcast, and this is your first introduction to functional mushrooms. Can you guys break down to like what it does for our body? Right. I like, I know I mentioned just now immunity, there's certain strains, but it can do everything from our brain health to like you were talking about Erica anxiety. Can you just kind of break down the magical world of functional mushrooms for us and our listeners? Sure. Um, so there are millions of mushrooms. I mean, there's so many, um, and functional mushrooms are a handful have been recognized as functional mushrooms, right? They have these sort of adaptogenic benefits. Um, the one thing, and we can get into the whole difference between mycelium versus mushroom, because they are two different things. And it's a very important note. Um, but, you know, across the board, functional mushrooms are insanely effective and powerful when it comes to your immune system, which we all need right now. Right. So, um, more than ever, but across the board, they're all acting as immunomodulators, which means that, you know, they're not just boosting your immune system. They're also, you know, if you have a, an overactive immune system, it will, it will bring it down and, and regulate it. So the whole, the whole goal is to get into this state of homeostasis where you are, you know, level down where you, where you need to be. Um, so functional mushrooms are always trying to either dial you up or dial you down just to get you into that state of homeostasis. Um, so they're incredibly powerful when it comes to immune support. Um, and then on top of that, each mushroom has its own sort of superpower. So you've got turkey tail, for instance, which is, um, grows on a log. It looks like a turkey tail. Um, it's really great for gut health. It's, you know, and, and the great thing about all of this stuff, as I start, you know, listing off these insane benefits, um, there's so much science behind it. So as soon as you start to think like, this is crazy, there's no way they could do all these things. Like the reality is like, these are so studied. Um, you know, we use, we've been using fungi and medicine, pharmaceuticals 
um, almost 40% of pharmaceuticals are derived from mushrooms, which is crazy if you think about penicillin. But anyway, so turkey tail is great for, um, you know, immunity, um, obviously gut health, anti-cancer, anti-tumor. Again, there's tons of studies on this. Um, chaga is, a, is sort of like double down on immune system <laughs> um, mushroom. So it has tons of antioxidants. Um, I think we tried to to equate it to, you know, blueberries or pomegranates ones. And, and it was something like a thousand times, um, you know, the antioxidants in both of those combined. So that's super powerful um, immune supportive uh, mushroom. And then, you know, there are a handful of others um, that we like to focus on that sort of check the box, we think for like the everyday issues that people struggle with. So call, like as Erica was saying, calm, you know, um, Falling asleep, um, actually great for liver detoxification is reishi. Um, and we use a blend of these in pretty much all of our products. Um, so reishi chaga, um, lion's mane is great for cognitive function, um, focus, it's been shown to ward off dementia. Um, so it's pretty powerful. Um, what else do we have in our blends? Um, and then, you know, in our line of chocolates, we actually got a little bit more playful. So we have um, sort of different pairings depending on on the on the function. Um, Tremella is a fun one. It sort of looks like it's this white spongy mushroom, and it looks like a loofah, which is sort of like a little hint from nature as to how to use it. Um, it's great for your skin. Um, it's great for hydration, hair, skin, and nails. Um, yeah, so there, there are so, so many benefits, uh, and it starts to sound ridiculous again, once you start listing them, but, um, it's all true. <laughs> There's, we actually have a tab on our website, um, just dedicated to the science of it. Um, and you can read about all these different studies that support, um, each of these sort of claims or, or functions. Yeah. Um, I was just like on your site and I wanted to just point out that I love that, uh, that you guys include that and it literally like links to the studies. So if anybody wants to read those. Yeah. Um, that's all PubMed stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, uh, they're great, great studies. Um, yeah. Sorry. No. So that, so I just wanted to say like for any of our listeners who are interested in learning more, it's like a very easy, accessible thing. Just go to their science tab on their website and it will link to the studies. Um, for all the different mushrooms that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and so the, just to sort of finish the thought around, um, you know, the benefits, um, and, and where those benefits come from, the functionality is all coming from these polysaccharides, beta glucans, right. Which are found in the actual mushroom itself, which is not to be confused, um, with the mycelium, which is the root structure of the mushroom is a simple way to think about it. So the mushroom is the part that you actually see above ground or on the outside of the log or the tree. And then what's underground under our feet, um, is this sort of, you know, network, this very tiny, uh, network of, um, looks like threading, right. Um, sort of like the one cell thick, um, it's barely visible to the human eye. Anyway, that's the mycelium, connects everything. It's wonderful for the planet. It's wonderful for so many reasons. It's been uh, more recently being used um, in, in textiles to replace like plastic and leather. Um, so it's got all these other great um, benefits or uses when it comes to more sort of like environmental things. But the stuff that we're talking about, the functionality and all the health benefits, 
all of the polysaccharides, beta-glucans, those are all concentrated in the actual mushroom. So the fruiting, also known as the fruiting body. Um, so you wanna make sure, which is what we use only um, in all of our products, you wanna make sure that whenever you're buying a quote unquote mushroom product, that it is actually mushroom extracts, right? Not mushroom powder, not mycelium, but an actual mushroom extract. Um, and there are a lot of brands, unfortunately, right now, because uh, it doesn't do anyone any favors um, and it's super short-sighted, but there are a lot of brands out there right now that are using just mycelium because it's super cheap to grow. Uh, you can cultivate it on these um, substrates that are typically made out of like rice or grain or oats. Um, and so unfortunately, in addition to not having the functionality that is promised or expected, it's also introducing grain into your body. And if you're a gluten-free person, if you have issues with that, you're not gonna have any idea that that's in there because they just grind it all up together and throw it in a, in a bag or however they're selling it. So you always wanna look out for that. Fruiting body, I should say, not mycelium. This episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. We are very excited to share all about our favorite new plant-based protein powders by Sprout Living. Sprout Living is delicious and we really appreciate the nourishing quality ingredients. Sprout Living protein powders are all USDA organic, vegan, grain-free, soy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, kosher, and non-GMO with a pumpkin seed, yellow pea, and sunflower seed protein blend that offers up to 26 grams of plant-based protein and superfoods, herbs, and spices. They offer sample packs so you can try all their delicious flavors, including original chocolate maca, vanilla lucuma, and green kingdom. What makes Sprout Living different from most plant-based powders is that they avoid the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional. I love to use the chocolate maca blend with cashew butter, chia seeds, flax milk, frozen blueberries, and spinach to make a decadent smoothie that tastes just like a chocolate shake. If you want to try Sprout Living, you can save 20% off your order by using code CWPODCAST. Visit www.sproutliving.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word, to save 20% off. They also offer free shipping and a 100% money-back guarantee. Give them a try and let us know if you love it as much as we do. You can also find direct links in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you want to get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. 
The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through Bases app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. We both had the opportunity to try base and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and base gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month or quarterly, or you can start with base complete, which are eight tests up front for $450. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. To get started, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CWPODCAST to receive 20% off with code CWPODCAST at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. We always love to like just empower our listeners to be informed and like know what to look for and... um sometimes that can be very overwhelming in different spaces. So if anybody is, you know, doing some research, look for fruiting body extracts. Um, and the other yeah. thing that's important to add again, just on the tip of, you know, us really wanting to be super transparent with everything that we're doing is the, uh, the dosage matters, the, mm -hmm. the actual, um, amount so there are companies that are also, you know, not necessarily the ones that are super mushroom focused, but certainly ones who are saying like, oh, we've got all of these like formulations and, you know, Lion's Mane is like super buzzy right now, as is Rishi. And so they're adding Lion's Mane and they're adding Rishi. But if you read the fine print, or sometimes it's not even in the fine print, it might be 50 <laughs> milligrams, which is next to nothing. Um, so again, we try to be super clear with like, you know, we've got like, 750 milligrams is generally kind of the minimum that you want for an actual therapeutic dose. Nothing that we sell has less than a thousand and we're going up to 2000 or sometimes 2,500, depending on the product that you're getting. So again, we are, you know, we're not out to shame other companies so much as we are out to just empower consumers with the ability to understand how to read a label. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's important to us too, as we, as we do like feature brands and talk to brands sometimes or folks associated with brands on this show too, just to, so that people can understand how they're, how they're using their buying power, um, and what kind of benefits they're actually getting, um, if any, <laughs> from, from using certain products. So, um, so thank you. And again, also for being a transparent brand, I think the more we have of those in our world, the better. Um, so I love when you can go to, even just like a brand's website and understand, you know, where they're sourcing from those types of things. Um, and speaking of that, I would love to just touch a little bit on sourcing. Um, you shared with us, you know, that you, what kind of mushrooms you use and only use fruiting body. How do you source? How do you, um, what is that process like? Well, Erica and I put on our boots and we get our baskets and we, <laughs> <laughs> no, these mushrooms are, um, you know, a lot of them are, are, are naturally grown in the States, right? You could probably, I could find tons of them in my backyard upstate. Um, but for the most part, you, you know, they're coming from like Siberia, China. Um, you know, we don't really have this, this the space in the U S to grow mushrooms at the scale that we require them. And it's also, you know, they grow, um, 
in very extreme climates, typically, right? They're, if you think about it, it makes sense. Like they're adaptogens. Like they like to thrive in really difficult environments. <laughs> That's their power. So we source, um, we have a great um, partner that we work with out of the Pacific Northwest. And they have a, um, a facility in China, which is where mushrooms typically come from. I know everyone gets all like... <gasps> They're backup when we say products are coming from China, but we're not talking about your kids' toys. This is this is this is like where they should be coming from. Um, and uh, so we, you know, we do triple testing. Everything is tested after each process um, in the extraction process. Um, a lot of companies we're noticing now are putting uh, sort of proudly touting made in the USA on their packaging, which I think is so sneaky and weird. And it, again, I think it comes back to this mycelium question. So um, typically when, when the, you know, brands that are using mycelium are cultivating it in, in the States in you know, a lab. Um, so yeah, we, we're, we're really uh, excited about our partner and we have a great relationship with them and, and there's just, so much efficacy there and they test every batch for again these levels of polysaccharides beta glucans to make sure that there is like the functionality is actually in there thank you so much for sharing all of that it's been such a fascinating conversation and i think yeah like your journey together and as entrepreneurs and podcast hosts and friends um yeah it's it's really wonderful and exciting and i feel like we could probably talk to you guys for hours but as we always begin to wrap up, we conclude with three wrap up questions. So we wanted to start with the first and I'm so interested for both of you because of the nature of what you do. But the first question we always ask is what is your self-care routine look like? What are some of your non-negotiables in your day to day? Mushrooms. Yeah. Besides mushrooms and besides green juice. No. <laughs> Um, for me, I'm, uh, you know, I have, I've definitely been prioritizing sleep lately. It's, it's just a lifelong challenge for me. And I've, you know, gone through waves of having it kind of work in my favor and then it just eludes me completely. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely into some sleep hygiene recently. So I'm very like particular about how much screen time and where I put my phone when I sleep and all that kind of stuff and getting as much exposure to natural light as possible. Um, and then outside of that, I just, you know, I, I make sure that I move in some way every day, whether it's like a hard workout or just a walk, something has to be moving. Um, and I've been pretty, um, you know, pretty diligent about keeping some sort of a meditation practice, whether it's, you know, first thing in the morning, or sometimes it's twice a day. And lately it's been like three times a day. And that's kind of what I need to be doing right now. So it's all kind of, it's always in flux, but I, I am getting better about kind of checking in with where I need to check a box and knowing that I have the tools that I can use that'll help check that box. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Zoe, what does yours look like? Um, it looks pretty similar, honestly. We, um, we actually did a podcast with uh, this wonderful doctor, Dr. Kirk Parsley. I'll just give him a little plug. He's AKA the sleep doctor. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he was, I mean, you know, he really drove some things home around sleep. And, and I think that Eric and I definitely walked away with like a new understanding of that as a main pillar of health. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's a huge one for me. I mean, it's just, if I don't sleep, I get sick. 
like I, it's just like this immediate connection for me where I'm like, oh my God, if I've gone like two or three days without sleeping properly, it's like all my throat will start to scratch. You know, I just, it's such a, an obvious connection. Um, so sleep, um, I don't have a ton of routine, uh, like consistent routine. <laughs> I don't have a ton of consistency, I guess, in my life. but, um, one thing that I did recently that has been kind of amazing on the sleep tip, uh, is I switched my alarm clock <laughs> to something called, I hate to be all pluggy, but um, there's no kickback here. But this, um, I just, I realized that like every morning my alarm clock would would go off and I had, I had it set to the most sort of like calm alarm setting that I could find. Um, and it still was like, <sighs> like my alarm, I literally felt like I was going to have a heart attack every morning. And I was like, this is really ridiculous. This is a horrible way to wake up. Like I cannot do like this. So I found this alarm clock called Lofty. Have you heard of this? Oh my God. It's amazing. L-O-F-T-I-E. It is like, I just am like slowly entering the world in the most calm piece of way. Like, I don't know what it is about the tones or the sounds and like, it's magical. I swear every, everyone could wake up this way. I mean, you should, because your cortisol levels are so high in the morning anyway. Yeah. Like you don't need to have another, like, it was like a smack in the face. Anyway, lofty is an amazing, an amazing way to wake up. Um, and yeah, I think the other thing is just like, you know, again, just being physically, um, like checking in with my body, moving my body, doing something every day. And that could be anything from like, just like doing some stretching or yoga on my own, um, going to, you know, doing infrared sauna, um, which is my favorite thing in the world that I don't get to do often enough, but yeah, just making sure that there's some kind of bodily, like thing happening every day, some kind of physical activity. Um, yeah. Thank you. So the next question for both of you is what would you say that being courageous means to you? I know what Renee Brown would say, wait, Brene Brown. She would say it's being vulnerable. Is that your answer too? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I do. I really do think it is. Um, it's not an easy thing for me. I think it's easier for some than others. Um, but I, I, I don't, uh, I don't think that I, I let my guard down very easily. I think I'm probably a pretty guarded person. It takes a while to crack in. So anytime I can like tap into vulnerability or sort of like feeling slightly more exposed, um, that always does feel quite courageous for me, not for everyone. Thank you. And Erica. Um, I mean, I feel like that's 100% accurate. It's hard to, I think everything in, in the department of courage is all somewhat related, whether it's vulnerability or just being super truthful. Yeah. Um, that's mm -hmm. something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grappling with and, and is a work in progress all the time, but really just checking in and making sure that, you know, the stories that you're telling yourself and other people about the way that your life is are, are true and not just something that you've created that continues to sort of that you, you live by. Um, but really getting brutally honest, I think it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Thank you. And before we ask our last question, I want to ask you guys, um, uh, one about earth and star, which I'm sure will be like choosing a child, but what is your favorite earth and star product? 
I'm holding it in my hand right now. I'm just sitting here eating the chocolate. <laughs> I saw you guys have orange chocolate, which I love. I'm like orange. Chocolate. Uh, mm-hmm. It goes. The orange is like, or Erica's not an orange chocolate person at all, but I even like that one. Okay. Really? I, okay. I, love, <laughs> I love, I love orange chocolate. Yeah, like people who love orange chocolate, mm-hmm. chocolate and I do. And every time like my husband and my kids, they've, I have all these like variety boxes in my house. They're all missing the orange. They're yeah. just gone. They it's it's very them. good. Yeah. It's like for anyone listening, if you're like, I think it's actually very British orange chocolate too. It's like very big in England. So, yeah. um, somebody told me that when I was like, I love orange. One of my best friends is from England. She was like, that's very <laughs> British of you. I was like, I love chocolate and orange chocolate. Okay. Erica, what about you? <laughs> um, it's kind of a tie, I think probably between the, I mean, I love all of our babies, but, mm-hmm. um, we just introduced the decaf coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super caffeine sensitive and as much as I adore and, and our coffee, our, our traditional dark roast was actually not terrible for me to, you know, to process, but I really love the like ritual. I have like a serious decaf habit. So now that we've introduced our decaf, I can actually have like a few cups of it and really just enjoy it and still have no issues with sleep. And I also love our beauty drops. I feel like those are mm-hmm. something that, you know, you can actually see the, the benefits differently than when you experience, you know, great gut health. It's a little different. So I love our decaf. I love our beauty drops and I love combining them. Thank you. Okay, that's what I just did this morning. This is my coffee. Oh. Cup. I'm just literally, it's all here. What, what mushroom is in the beauty drops? So this is Tremella, the one that I was talking about before. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Tremella and we combined it with shiitake. Mm, nice. So Very were, lovely. Yeah. Um, this is a goodie. And every, all of our, dry, well, everything we have is certified organic. So it's kind of, mm. But yeah, Good one. Oh yeah. Can't wait to try that. And then and beauty um, drops. Also, we have a, a little partnership with um, this amazing Ayurvedic beauty brand called Sahajan. And so if you order our beauty drops, you get a little, um, little uh, face oil that comes with it. Which, um, oh, which is kind very of nice. nice. Very nice. My last question for both of you is do either of you um, have a book you would want to recommend to our audience? Just, it can truly be on anything. It doesn't have to be on mushrooms. Um, and just something that's meant something to you over the course of your um, work or wellness journey, or just, it could be anything really. Oh, Erica, what about the tree one? Um, why can't I think of the yeah, name? Yeah, the overstory. Overstory. Um, that's a good one. That is a good one. It's dense. Yeah. It takes a really long time, but it's worth it. And yeah, I mean, I think everybody I know at this point has read it or started it and, and gone there. It's it's, it's fiction, but it's um, rooted, no pun, <laughs> in the story of trees and how they interact with, you know, how we as humans interact with the, with the plant kingdom. There's kind of this whole theme of mycelium. And I, I mean, I started reading this book having no idea what it was even about. I just heard about it on podcast and, you know, as a recommendation, it's amazing. Um, cool. So, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And if anybody wants to buy your products or follow you guys, or just learn more about earth and star, where can they do that? Earthandstar.com. Um, <laughs> we can get everything on earthandstar.com. Um, Instagram is at earth and star co. And, um, if you don't remember any of that, you can always find us on Amazon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. And, um, 
in the future, we will have a code. So you will have already heard it in the intro. So yeah, you can also use that to check out the products. So thanks guys for joining us today. And yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.